0: Welcome to Open House, the Saskatoon Business Podcast, where we highlight Saskatoon's epic business culture by interviewing their best and brightest owners. We strive to deliver value in one simple model what's in it for you? I'm your host, Scott Ziegler.
1: What are you, some kind of real
0: estate agent? Oh, he's a realtor. There is a difference somehow. Yes, everyone, I am a realtor with Remax Saskatoon and we are broadcasting from Remax headquarters here in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, the absolute best place in Canada to live. And in fact, we are coming into our summer season and we're known as a festival city. We have a saying in Saskatoon that we summer hard here. But the interesting thing is, is that we have lots of winter festivals as well as summer festivals, so it's a great place to live. I'm excited to introduce our guest today, He's a business owner that I've had the pleasure of working with for a number of years, somebody that's a real pro in the industry, and has been in it for quite a long time. Um, Our guest today, his name is Lee Scamahorn. Did I say that right, Lee? He sure did. Okay. So Lee is with All-in-One Home Inspections here in Saskatoon. And just to get into his uh, bio a little bit, his career started when he was about 15, hanging drywall, as an extra pair of hands, and pouring concrete. Eventually, he moved on to all aspects of construction, right from framing, taping, mudding, roofing, siding, basically, you you name it, Lee did it. He worked his way up into management of a couple of restoration companies, and for anybody that is listening, a restoration company would be, if you have a fire or a flood, or something serious happens to your home, they'll come in, they'll get you set back up, restore your property, clean it up for you. Eventually, he had to stop working on the tools due to some health concerns, and when the opportunity, moved, opportunity presented itself for him to move into inspection work, he thought it was a perfect fit given his background in construction. Along with construction side of his employment, he was trained in mold remediation, asbestos abatement, And that's what he takes great pride in over the last five years of his career in the restoration industry. Altogether, his construction career has spanned over 20 years. And so that's where his experience comes from in performing home inspections. Mm -hmm. Lee is also proud to provide not only home inspection services, but he's a certified mold, asbestos, and radon and air quality testing. He's in the process of getting certified for commercial drone pilot license, as well as roof inspections during the summer. So it's pretty extensive bio-ly.
1: Yeah, Lee. Yeah, I've spanned a lot of areas over the years.
0: I think one of the criticisms of home inspectors is that anybody can do it. You can just go get your license, come from a desk job, get your license, and move
1: into home inspecting. Have
0: you ever heard that criticism before?
1: Yeah. Actually, I would say in the last year, I've had probably three or four different people approach me I've even heard the comment made at a home inspection. Oh well, this looks like such an easy job. I mean, you're only here for this long and you charge this much money. But what they don't see is everything that goes on in the background. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a there's a saying that you know
0: people charge a lot of money for five minutes of work, but they didn't re- they don't understand the the 20 years that it took to be able to do that job in five minutes. So yeah, your your construction experience, and I've experienced it you know working along with you that. Um, you do know what you're talking about and one of the questions that i have for you is is about presenting findings so when you do a, an inspection report you you obviously go through the report at the end of the inspection with the clients but it's how you present those findings that can make or break an inspection and i've often found that along with your knowledge you're able to provide solutions to any problems that come up, and is that something
1: that's important for you? I think it is. I mean, I'm sure there are other people out there that work in my same industry that would maybe disagree with me. Uh, but when someone hires you to come in and look at their new home, they want to have answers to any is- issues that might come up in the house. And as you know, as you know, Scott, no house is perfect. Right. We go in, <laughs> we look at them, and that's what they hire me for. I'm not there to try and fe- make somebody full of fear of a house that they're buying. I'm not there to tell somebody they should or shouldn't buy a house. I'm there simply to provide them with information. And really it all comes down to the comfort level of the purchaser of the home. If they find we find small issues... We want to be able to provide them with an answer, and then they can decide on their comfort level as to whether or not they want to go ahead with those repairs. Yeah,
0: that's excellent, and I, and I, I can attest to that. Where we've come across a couple inspections where there's some pretty major things that are found, but being able to provide them with a name of a contractor or hey, go to Home Depot and get this product—that's it's an easy fix—I think puts people at a lot of, you know, in a lot of ease in those situations.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I mean, going along with that, when you present the report to the client, we just make sure to tell them, you know, like it all depends on your comfort level. Are you capable of doing this? Do you feel confident in doing this? Mm -hmm. And if not, like you said, well, now we can provide you with the name of a professional or the alternative, like you said, mention maybe a product or a solution that they as homeowners are maybe capable of looking after.
0: Great. And so you have been with the company All-in-One now for a few years, but it was an established company in the city before you took ownership of it. When you made the switch from construction and restoration to home inspections, what led you to All-in-One, and how did you end up becoming the owner of the company?
1: Uh, It was just kind of the perfect storm. When I moved to the city, I took over a position as a manager, like as you mentioned, with one of the restoration companies. It turned out to be a little more than what, was, uh, what I thought it was gonna be. So uh, I met the previous owner, uh, he was looking to make a change and as you kind of mentioned in your intro, with my background it really seemed to fit perfectly for me because I've always liked the real estate industry, I love doing construction, If, like you said, if my health allowed I would go back to it tomorrow. So this is kind of a great compromise, allows me to be able to still be involved and but be able to do something that I can handle.
0: Okay. And um, why would you say it's important for somebody to get a home inspection? You know, I hear it often as a realtor that, hey, I I don't need an inspection. And there are some times when I might say to a client, you know what, on this particular house, given your background, I I would agree with that. But I would say 90% of the time, I strongly recommend people get inspections. And why is it important to get an inspection?
1: Um, I kind of think there's a couple of reasons for that, because... Like you said, there are the few people out there that are maybe, maybe they're investment buyers or they're people who have bought several houses or maybe they work in the construction industry. So they, they go through a house and kind of know what they're looking for. But for the most people, whether they think they are or not, they're emotionally invested in looking at that property because they're not just looking to buy a house, they're looking for a home for themselves, for their spouse, for their children. So when they look at this house and they see it, they're like, oh, wow, this is great. I can envision my family living here. But they don't have the detachment that as professionals, as a realtor mm-hmm. or as mm-hmm. a home inspector, we have to be able to go through and give them uh, you know, a fair assessment of the property. And the other reason is a home inspection really works kind of hand in hand with an appraisal. While the appraisal looks at the market values of the possible houses and whatever, the home inspection comes in and gives you a little more detailed information about that specific house. While there may be four bungalows on that block for sale in the same neighbourhood, same demographic, maybe this house has certain things that are either better or worse about it than the one down the road.
0: Okay, that's a good point. And um, I wonder if you could briefly walk us through all the things that you look at in an inspection. You know, the the interview before you, I I came up with this analogy and I said, you know, most people don't understand all of the things that go on behind the scenes in a real estate transaction. They, They just know that the transaction went smooth, They got keys to their new home, but there's lots of pieces that have to fall into place. And I look at myself as a bit of a quarterback in a sense that, you know, I might be the lead point with a client, but I have lots of other players involved in that transaction and and a home inspector is one of them. So, people hear that all the time hey we need a home inspection how did your home inspection go but when when push comes to shove what do you actually look at so when you from the time you pull up to a property to the time you're done what does a typical
1: inspection entail so basically we try to give the best general overall uh, inspection of the home that we can give uh, you know, we always start with the exterior, we're checking the roof, the siding, the windows, the doors. Mm-hmm. We look at the landscaping, the grading of the property make sure there's no potential water issues. Uh, then inside, we of course look at the major systems. We check the plumbing, we check the electrical, you know, we have a look inside the electrical panel, your furnace, hot water tank, all these basic things right down to the type of flooring in the house. And as I said, it's a general inspection and overall overview of the house, and that's what we try to provide to give the most information we can.
0: Okay, and I, yeah, I appreciate that. And and, and I've been on, you know, hundreds of inspections throughout my career, and I know that you guys will find anything from major as you know. A roof need to be done, a foundation that's crumbling to something as minor as uh, a bedroom door that needs a slight adjustment. And I guess to your earlier point, at the end of the day, you want to give people as much information as possible without scaring them in a professional manner that will, you know, allow them to make an informed decision on whether or not that's the right house for them to buy.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like I said, like, it's not my job to tell them whether to buy it, but we just want them to feel comfortable at the end of the day that they have they 're making as informed of a decision as they can
0: do you have any horror stories? do you have any <laughs> do you have that one inspection that you you know you tell at parties of like the worst inspection that you 've
1: ever had Yeah, I had one house that was renovated in air quotes <laughs> uh, and the to the credit of the individuals who renovated the house the curb, the house had great curb appeal you drove up it looked great. But I noticed something as soon as I drove up, there was a little bit of inconsistencies in the roof. And when I walked in the house again, house looked great, new cabinets, flooring, they really went all out. Uh, but as soon as I looked up in the attic, I found three broken rafters. I found piles of insulation where insulation had been disturbed, not redistributed. There would have been major condensation issues in the attic. Uh, and th- what makes the story a bit of a horror story, as you said, is it was an inspection for a single mom who just loved the house. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So again, I didn't present it to her that, you know, she shouldn't buy the house, but I made sure that she understood where the issues were with it.
0: Now, that's a great point. Buying a house is emotional. And you, you said it earlier, people fall in love with the fact that Hey, this is my kid's room. This is the basement is where we're going to play floor hockey. And my couch is going to go here and we're going to make memories here doing this and that. And if she would have bought that home, it would not have turned out to be the dream home that she wanted to. Or even if she did go ahead and buy it, at least she went in knowing that there are a few things that need to be done to it. And your objective approach probably could have saved her a lot of grief in the future.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Okay, great. Hey Lee, as we move into the second segment of the show, we interrupt this program for today's shameless plug. If you want more information on this podcast and the host, or any information on the Saskatoon real estate market, including market stats, neighborhood profiles, or any listing that's currently for sale, you can find it all on the web at onlineopenhouse.ca. That's onlineopenhouse.ca. I'm also on all major social channels. It's called social media for a reason. Add me. Let's get social. Now, back to the show. I want to move a little bit deeper into the business side of things, so the running of a business. And I'm wondering if you could tell our listeners, with your years of experience, what do you think the definition of a successful business is?
1: Well, obviously, I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is a successful business has to turn a profit. But, in my opinion, there's a little bit more to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you have to be able to identify with opportunities in the market where you're working, and really uh, try and get a hold of opportunities to diversify your portfolio with how you're bringing your income in, be able to allow for growth in your business.
0: That's a great point. So, just to go back to your bio, you know, eventually you started in the home inspection business, but then you branched out to remediation work, and then air. Air testing and air quality. So, are those some of the types of things that would be an example in your business where you started doing A,
1: but now you're doing B and C as additional services? Uh, Yeah, kind of. Like, I mean, when you you do your training to become a home inspector, you do that. You become a home inspector. Right. And then there's additional education that goes along with it to be able to do the extra things, like you mentioned, you know, test for mold, test for asbestos, radon, different things. So, it's a continuing education process.
0: Right. Okay. And then the. the next couple of questions are designed to give the listeners a little bit of a glimpse into your own personal leadership style I'm a firm believer that, that people learn from experiences of others, and you know there's that saying you learn, you learn the hard way well if somebody let somebody else learn the hard way and then you you take it from there so what are one of the weaknesses that you think that you have as a business owner right now
1: uh, Boy, that's a good question. <laughs> I guess.
0: Do you want me to point some out for you?
1: <laughs> I think I can handle it, that's good. Uh, I guess the biggest thing for me is sometimes I find it difficult to maybe make a decision when we decide to maybe go in a little bit different direction. Uh, it's cost me a little bit here and there where maybe I've delayed in making, you know, pulling the trigger on an opportunity. Um, so I guess if I were to say that that's that's one of my weaknesses, and I've learned, and I'm getting better at it, you know, do the research upfront, sit down, think about it, and make a decision. Either go forward or, or, or right. avoid it.
0: Yeah, we have a saying that uh, um, done is better than perfect. So sometimes jumping in and figuring it out after the fact is is better than over analyzing and missing that opportunity.
1: Yeah, for sure. I, I completely agree with that. And what
0: about the flip side of that? What is something that you do really well? What what do you think is the strength of yours?
1: So along with that, like I said, maybe missed opportunities, but being able to find the ways to diversify with our business. So, like you mentioned in the bio, like we're working on getting our commercial drone pilot's license. Um, we also have looked for opportunities in other uh, market. So we opened an office in Medicine Hat, Alberta, which yeah. services you know southwestern Saskatchewan, southern Alberta. And the reason we did that is because doing some research, we found that there's going to be some opportunities for major growth in that area. So we're just trying to plan ahead and be able to uh, optimize on whatever situations we can find.
0: I love it. Yeah, that that's great. And I obviously I don't know your business as as well as you do. And I, I never would have thought about some of those opportunities for expansion and growth. So congratulations on that. Good for you. And as we close, I want to leave the final word to you, Lee. This is the Saskatoon business podcast after all, what is one final piece of advice that you could leave an aspiring business owner or an established business owner that you think that they could use and implement today to make a difference in their business?
1: I would have to say having a strong online and social media presence. Uh, We have seen with our own business and with several others that It's a very, very important way for people to be able to find the services and the professionals that they need. And I mean, let's be honest: if you're if you were even looking for a restaurant to go out and someone recommended one, what's the first thing you're going to do? You're going to Google it. You're going to Google it. So you want to make sure that your business is out there and it comes up on that page when people are looking for your service.
0: Yeah, and you know what? It wasn't actually too terribly long ago that I had a look at your Google reviews, and you know, you have a five-star rating. So if somebody does search all-in-one home inspections, they're going to find that you know, the, the the public speaks
1: very highly of you. Yeah, well, that's that's been hopefully the way that the trend will continue.
0: I'm sure it will. Hey, Lee, thanks for taking the time to meet with us today. Where, you know, speaking of social media channels and Google, where can people
1: find you? Website, phone number, social, wh- what do they got to look for? So right now we're working on developing two separate pages, one on Facebook, on Instagram. They should be up shortly. Uh, we do have a website, allinoneinspectionadvantage.com. Uh, where you can find all of our services, and you can also contact us online if you want to set up an appointment, or even just make a phone call or text to, uh, you know, pick our brains a little bit. Mm -hmm. Okay,
0: great. Well, Lee, I know you're busy. I know that you're actually recording today in between inspections, so I appreciate the time that you made for me, so thanks again for coming. And thanks to all the listeners who joined us today. I hope that you will stick around, consider subscribing to the podcast. If you want to see any of our guests in person, you can head over to the YouTube channel where we have a podcast playlist. The link will be in the bio. And again, my name Scott Ziegler, a realtor with REMAX Saskatoon and your host of Open House, the Saskatoon business podcast. Signing off from REMAX headquarters. Thanks for listening, and if there's anything in this world that I can do for you, as always, just reach out because I'm just happy to help. Thanks so much for listening to Open House, the Saskatoon business podcast. Please make sure to subscribe and give us a five-star rating on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts from.